You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Thursday, May 19. There's just over 36 hours to go until the polling booths open for Saturday's federal election, but Labour have only just revealed their costings for their campaign promises. The ALP says it will spend $18.9 billion, which is $7.4 billion more than the current government, but emphasise that they also have plans to make significant savings. Shadow Treasurer Jim Chalmers also noted that Labour would be inheriting $1 trillion worth of debt. And a key difference between the two major parties is the ALP's plans to invest in childcare, training and education and cleaner and cheaper energy. Party leader Anthony Albanese also argued the $7.4 billion of planned spending pales into significance compared with the waste of the current government, saying they spent $1 billion on advertising themselves and telling the Australian people how good they are in the lead-up to an election. Mr Albanese also highlighted that Labour's spending would produce a return on investment really quickly, particularly regarding their clean energy policies, saying the way that you can boost wages and boost profits without putting pressure on inflation is by making sure that you boost productivity. That is why we have prioritised those investments. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Scott Morrison wasted no time responding to Labour's budget, telling voters that Labour would introduce higher taxes to pay for their proposals, saying what we have always seen from the Labour Party is when they can't manage money, they come after yours in higher taxes. Speaking in the New South Wales electorate of Werriwa, Mr Morrison said voters will need to choose on Saturday between a stronger economy or a weaker one. Pauline Hansen has revealed that she'll be spending Election Day in isolation after testing positive for COVID-19. The One Nation leader believes she caught the virus while campaigning in Western Australia. The 67-year-old has been staunchly against COVID-19 vaccinations throughout the pandemic and is herself unvaccinated, but says she will self-isolate while she recovers. New South Wales has passed legislation that will legalise voluntary assisted dying after a marathon session in Parliament last night and a conscience vote this morning. New South Wales is the last state in Australia to legalise the process, which its supporters say will allow terminally ill people to die with dignity. Independent MP Alex Greenwich welcomed the result, but said it's now time for federal politicians to pass laws to allow the territories to also introduce similar measures. 
But Prime Minister Scott Morrison says his government will not overturn a law that bans the territories from legislating on voluntary assisted dying. That means the ACT and the Northern Territory are still banned from even debating the matter, following a rule implemented by the federal parliament 25 years ago. Australia's largest home builder, Metricon, has denied it's on the verge of going bust, despite holding crisis talks with creditors and the Victorian government in Melbourne today. Concerns for the future of the company were raised following the sudden death of 71-year-old CEO Mario Biasin on Monday. The Andrews government has about $195 million worth of social and affordable housing projects with Metricon, making up a significant proportion of the 4,000 homes it currently has in construction. Acting Chief Executive Peter Langfelder insists the company does not have solvency issues, despite the rising cost of materials, COVID-19 shutdowns, supply problems and labour shortages. A 21-year-old Russian soldier has become the first person to go on trial for alleged war crimes in Ukraine. Vadim Shishimarin pleaded guilty to shooting an unarmed civilian just days after the invasion began, after he and four other Russians had stolen a car. He says he was ordered to kill the 62-year-old who was simply riding his bicycle. Oleksandr Shelopov's widow wept in the court as he described the killing for which he faces life in prison. The trial marks the start of what will be a long justice process, as Ukraine has already recorded over 11,000 alleged war crimes. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from The Quickie, check out today's Deep Dive on new evidence that shows men steal time from the women in their lives for exercise and what you can do to redress the balance. Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au.